Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Catholic Education <laughs> Foundation podcast number 15. Wow. 15, Rich. We are rolling yeah, here. We are. Yeah, we are. We got another great guest in the studio, Mr. Randy Bufford. Uh, Randy is this year's chair of the 33rd Annual Salute to Catholic School Alumni Dinner Event. He's the founder and chair of Louisville-based Trilogy Health Services and the president and CEO of Synchrony Health Services. And as always, Mr. Rich Lechleiter. Rich is the president of the Catholic Education Foundation. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Pretty awesome from here. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, I'm, I'm Randy. I'm super excited about this one, and I, I, one of the reasons you know why, because we were talking a little bit beforehand. But um, we have a lot to talk about: your business career, your family, your your great connection to the Catholic Education Foundation of Louisville. So let's ter- talk first about how you arrived in Louisville and your strong connection with the U of L men's basketball program. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, <laughs> an easy one for uh, the softball to get us started here. That's but, right. Uh, by accident uh, is how I got here. I was a a frustrated uh, basketball player who got cut in high school, and I became a basketball manager. And in just the luckiest good Lord watching over us event, Bill Olson was recruiting a player from our school down in Athens, Georgia. Okay. And I didn't know they had college scholarships for being a basketball manager. Mm -hmm. Bill actually recruited me, flew me up on a visit. One thing led to another, and I was trying to pay my way through school, and Listen, University of Georgia is great in football, but they've never had a legacy in basketball. And when I got a chance to be a Louisville Cardinal yeah. basketball manager, I was like, wow, sold, done. It was easy. What, what did Bill Olson see in you that made him think that you'd be a good manager? That's a good question. I thought he was recruiting me, and he definitely was recruiting Zach Richardson, the player that actually eventually signed with Louisville. Okay. And I thought he was uh, just trying to feed me a line like, hey, you take better care of your players – than our managers do our players. Okay. And in all due respect to my predecessors, and it probably was cash related because there was no money. There was no money in college athletics. Yeah, sure. When I got up to the University sure. of Louisville and saw the facilities, and we only had like one set of white uniforms, one set of road uniforms, we were a little starved. But I'm an attention to detail guy. And I, in high school, I had it, nobody washed their stuff. I did every bit. You came in, it was like a pro locker room. Mm-hmm. Every attention to detail. I didn't want to have any hurdles for winning. Mm-hmm. I, was the, I was the huge fan, even though I couldn't play. I was in a football player's body. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really strong. We finished uh, my junior year third in the state, made it to the Sweet 16 my senior year. Okay. And a great basketball tradition there at Cedar Shoals High School in Athens. But when I got the chance to be a Louisville Cardinal, I mean, I had in the locker room, Pictures of Daryl Griffith, the Dunk Monster. Dr. Dunkenstein. I mean, you <laughs> right. it, I had it, so I, mean, I was sold. You can't beat that. I, oh. The names on that team, Wiley Brown, Derek Smith. I mean, it's just unbelievable, oh, yeah. the talent that was on that team. And, and such a cool, obviously, Coach Crum. I used to play a lot of golf with Coach Crum. I'm a huge Coach Crum fan, but he's – what a cool experience that had to have been. Did yeah. that set you up kind of for future for your business career? You know, I think uh, being a manager and handling responsibility at a very young age, I mean, I used to run out to the airport with the team and, you know, you'd have 25 tickets and you would go up to the gate and say, okay, I've got 25 seats. This is back before the online check-in. I need all the aisles you can give me. And then you had to allocate those between the tall guys, the superstars. (laughs) That's right. That's a lot of work. It was a lot of work (laughs) and and so forth, but it just taught you responsibility. And back then there were only two managers and one trainer. Yeah. And so everything was handled through scholarships 
ownership. We didn't have paid, you know, managers or anything like that, paid equipment people like they do today. And as I said, it was just a different time in college sports. And, and again, but just a fabulous experience to sit up there literally back then because the way he did it, first seat on the bench, head manager. And then the next was Wade Houston and Denny Crum. And so you saw all of it up. Wow, heck yeah, you did. That's uh, what a spot. What a a ride. Unbelievable. So what did you do after your graduation from Louisville? Pretty typical. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and, uh, again, a shout-out to the – guys over at the basketball shop bill olson i was came up to uh louisville undecided and bill olson said well you always can do something with business i was Mm pre-med uh in thinking goes business is a great thing to get into and like everything else whether it was in scouting and i moved to eagle scouts if i'm going to do something i figured out in business school accounting was the best degree you could get there you go there you go rich Rich knows all about that (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly he does and uh so anyway so i took all the accounting classes and, and and I uh, got my accounting. Then I figured out, well, if you're going to get a job in accounting, you wanted to get a back then a big eight job. That yep. was the premium. Right. So interviewed right. with all those. And I started out after school. I went to a smaller big eight, uh, Arthur Young and Company, okay. which now is part of Ernst & Young and started that career off in uh, public accounting, like so many people yep. do. And then yep. uh, made my way from there into industry after that. Awesome. So you founded Trilogy, a highly successful services company here, a health services company here in Louisville. Um, tell us why you did that and how it kind of got started. Yeah, let's uh, make it as quick as I can. But uh, we just celebrated December 12th last year, our 25th anniversary. Wow. That's and fantastic. I've been it? in seniors housing now for over and skilled nursing for over 40 years. And this was a new idea to try to that I had. I was working in an organization in Atlanta and a lot of uh, of our competition, we've always been a high private pay industry, were being uh, challenged by these growth of assisted living and seniors housing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty simple business strategy if you can't beat them, join them. Yep. And so I pitched our board in Atlanta, Susan the family and I were down there. Uh, and we'd taken a company public and wanted to move back to Louisville, ultimately pitched our board this idea of doing multiple services in one place. You know, a seniors housing, a skilled nursing, adult daycare, independent living, just a menu of services on a campus. And uh, our board down there wasn't very development or risk oriented. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just got to the point, re- literally, because around our shop, we've always believed it's your faith your family, and then your work family. Mm-hmm. And I had those a little bit out of line in, in, uh, when we were in Atlanta. And so I re- in realizing that as a family, I wanted to get back to Kentucky. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this gave me a chance to come back to Kentucky to start a new uh, you know, clean slate, new organization, put together the business plan. But I had the idea while I was down in Atlanta. And uh, just one thing led to another, made our move back and found some uh, so many people on the journey that uh, Trilogy and people always ask me, and I think it's appropriate for this fo- uh, podcast, Trilogy, is that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? I'm like, yeah, there's faith in there, but no, it's three services in one place, but okay. uh, our values are very, very similarly. Now, this was a new idea when you started Trilogy, right? Like this was a kind of a bringing everything under one place was a new, was no one else had done that? Uh, it had been done more in what I would say the big, some of the big retirement communities right. things where you would have, you know, like a, you know, 500 units in one place. And they might have a little small skilled facility or you pay your way in. And if you need more services, you move from there to maybe an assisted living. But nobody in the smaller campus community had done anything like that. And we didn't know it was going to work. 
uh, and we just got blessed and lucky. I mean, we worked hard at it mm-hmm. to make it work, but again, the business model was perfect, and it's uh, survived the point of time over the last that's, 25 years. That's awesome. Visionary there, Rich. How did you two connect? Well, funny you should ask. Uh, we had a common friend, Neil Ramsey. Uh, we, we'd never known each other, Randy and I, and um, Neil was actually serving on the board of the foundation. He reached out to me one day and said, hey, Randy's looking for somebody to join his board. Would you be interested? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, yeah, I want to talk to Randy for sure, because I'd heard his name many, many times. And okay. we met and uh, just kind of connected right away. He was he was good enough not to check my resume out too closely. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we, I joined the board, I think it was 2016, and have been lucky to be part of the Trilogy organization ever since. Rich, how, how has the Bufford family helped grow the impact of the, the foundation? You know, it's been enormous. Ever since Randy and I met, he became very interested in what we're doing at the Catholic Education Foundation. We talked about it. And he's he Randy and his family, Susan, are big believers in a foundation based in education, mm-hmm. particularly for people that are poor or needy. Okay. And he immediately latched on to what we were doing. And I think the first year together, Randy and Susan became benefactors at our salute dinner event several years ago. That's an investment of twenty five thousand dollars in the in the event. And we've been riding together ever since. So and here's the thing, and I've said this before, every twenty five thousand dollar gift fills a classroom of twenty two kids in a Catholic elementary school. That's a huge return on investment right there. Huge. Say that again. I want people to understand the impact of that. So every $25,000. Yeah, yeah, on average, if you take twenty five grand and allocate it amongst our kids, that's going to help 22 kids go to Catholic awesome. elementary school next fall. Awesome. Yeah. If that's not powerful, I don't that's know what huge. it is. That's yeah. pretty good. And then, yeah. Randy, that's awesome. Sold. Yeah, amen, <laughs> right? So, Randy, tell us about your latest business venture, the Synchrony. Synchrony Health Services. Absolutely. Uh, just another in uh, always trying to get better at what we do. And this is our ancillary services subsidiary and kind of an unusual uh, thing for a board chair to be leading one of these subsidiaries. But uh, we had done succession planning. Leanne Barney, who is a rock star CEO at a trilogy uh, in 2019, we passed the baton off. And just in trying to be, you know, appropriately planning a trilogy had gotten to be a very large enterprise. She had these two uh, companies, our pharmacy and therapy company, reporting to her. So as we made that transition, I said, hey, why don't we take those away from you so you can run the healthcare business? I'll kind of keep them simmering okay. over here. And she was going to be hiring a new chief operating officer. And I said, maybe when that person's onboarded six or eight months, uh, it'd be an opportunity to move those back under your tutelage, either directly to you or to this new chief operating officer. And it all sounded very practical, a good plan. Right. And then, bam pandemic <laughs> and uh, it's right mm-hmm. and you know there's not a good thing we can say mm-hmm. about the pandemic nope. and all that but it do, did change a lot of the best laid plans and so i got more engaged in these businesses and we had never really and i want to say this the right way because people look at me backwards but we go at our business a little bit differently we think if we add value to our customers we end up hitting our bottom line yeah that's the easiest way i could see it and i looked at these two businesses and we weren't partnering well to do that we were transactionally well in our little silos we had but we didn't collaborate and so the idea behind synchrony was we you know we we decided to birth a collaboration of the clinical expertise of our rehab company our our, our excuse me our pharmacy company mm-hmm. and then we added lab to that so now we have a trifecta of services that all are cooperating and adding value 
And that returns value to those customers, to those clinical practitioners. And so the synchrony name you would first say from a rebranding standpoint, right? But more to us, it was like we're assembling, we're all one organization. Mm -hmm. And we're here to serve our customers, which is our Trilogy customer, which represents about a third of our book. But we have about two-thirds of our book is outside. And so we're having a lot of fun adding this clinical value, this operational leverage. And the market is just loving it. Yeah, I bet. You know, anytime you can get a business, you can get it growing, especially post-pandemic. It energizes everybody. So that's my day job, I say. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of hang around the uh, Trilogy hoop to help out where I can. Mm -hmm. and provide support because as I tell them over there, I'm a lifer. I mean, it's been my life work 26 years now uh, involved with it, and I want to see it go well. But, you know, I try to get out of the way and get great people like Rich (laughs) to come in and join us. Sure. And uh, it's been a blessing all the way around and, and a blessing to so many of our employees and customers we serve. That's pretty impressive stuff there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really, I, is. It really I mean, it sounds like Randy's kind of a visionary in this space, Rich. He is, and he's never going to sit around and rest. Okay, he's always going to go on to the next thing, make something better. Yeah. I've watched Randy do it for years, and he does it quite well. Well, I got, that's kind of what I'm, the vibe I'm getting here. So, so, Randy, let's talk about your family. Specifically, how did you all come together to create the Bufford Family Foundation as well as Trilogy Foundation? Well, I think they're both pretty similar. Uh, We have a core value that believes if you're successful, you have to give back. Yeah. I mean, it's in our faith, it's in our family, it's in our work family. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize as a business, you do take out of the community. I mean, to be successful in business, you're pulling resources, people, you're pulling pulling everything. And so, you know, we all get it with our faith. I mean, and I think some families understand it. But a lot of times the business community becomes more takers than givers. And, you know, I'm not trying to do a value judgment, but we've always found that the more we're integrated into our community and giving is the way you can do that, Mm -hmm. the better off we do. And so it's really a core value for, you know, Susan, myself, and, you know, what I'm hopeful for, we're kind of the start of it in our family. Now, our work family, it's it's taken off. I mean, the Trilogy Foundation's awesome. But even around our family, I'm hoping our example will set the same for our second generation and, by the way, now our third generation. Because giving back's the right thing to do. Absolutely, is the right thing to do. All right, so let's focus on the two different foundations here. So let's start with the Buffered Family Foundation. What does that focus on? Helping people. Uh, I hate to say it that simple, but our purpose is trying to find out where we can, you know, provide support. And as we've started becoming able to do more of that, uh, Catholic Education Foundation checked off all of our boxes because it's local. That's our best giving. And I'm not saying we don't support some of the more national causes. But again, when you can see an impact like it's being made at Catholic Education Foundation and in the right places where it's in need it's amazing and that is just the that is the cef magic mm-hmm. is it's not broad based across every zip code mm-hmm. i mean it is targeted giving targeted support and that is different than a lot of things we've given to over our time period. And sometimes you feel like you'd raise money, you help something out, and it goes into kind of a black hole of help. Yeah. And you know by what they're sending you that overall things are being helped. This way, it's personal. It's specific. You can go visit the parishes. You can see the ones that might actually have even been closed by now if it wasn't for the Catholic education. No, for sure. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Rich, when I hear Randy talk about that, it reminds me of a conversation you and I had working on a project here recently where you said, we don't, we don't care who you are. We help everybody. 
And it's and it, that's kind of what Randy was hinting at. It's there is no uh, skin color, there is no, no. Uh, no area of town, there is no race. It's it's everybody. If you need help, Catholic Education Foundation's there. Yeah, listen, the answer is yes, and we coined that kind of accidentally eight or nine years ago. It's turned out to be a godsend, and thanks to people like Randy and Susan and Trilogy and others. We've been able for eight years in a row to give an award to every single family who applied and qualified for assistance, every single one, eight years in a row. That's, to me, that's miraculous. Oh, it's, it's astounding. It's astounding. All right, Randy, so you, you intrigued me here, and I know your wife, Susan, and you work closely with the, uh, the Trilogy Foundation. So that assists Trilogy employees, is that correct? Absolutely. Uh, the whole purpose originally of uh, the foundation was set up to establish ways to help people in times of need, mm-hmm. and we call it times of aspiration or hope, and you know who have dreams to try to make sure now everybody understands times of need. Uh, but also help people, whether it's educational and also aspirational. And you, you mentioned Susan, and one thing she absolutely has a passion for, she's she's a real estate person. Okay. And she's a real estate, you know, I, I call her family magnate. She takes care of all that stuff for me. The, I don't have to worry about any of it. And along the way, she she got involved because we had a first-time home buyers program. Again, helping persons in need get their own home and that security. And so they now have a program that she launched. It's just taken off, and I don't know the number. It's well over 200 people we've helped on their first time home buying, and they call it Susan's Savings Program. And it kind of ticks off those great things you want about home ownership. They are participating, sort of like Habitat for Humanity does. They're saving money. Mm -hmm. They're going to become responsible Mm -hmm. homeowners. And all we're doing is providing the vehicle and some extra friction, if you know what I mean, around that to allow them to get in the first time. And when you see those, you know, those texts with the pictures come in and they're out in front of that house, and you know for a lot of these are single moms. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we're about 85% female employees at at our Trilogy company. Uh, We're just helping people live out that dream. And I think those are the kind of things that, you know, the foundation at Trilogy is all about. And it's those times, yes, when, you know, somebody's jammed a little bit financially or we actually have, believe it or not, a big outreach to women who need to get out of very difficult uh, relationships. And we help a large number of those each year. Those are the ones in need. But when you see those scholarships go to, like, people that are graduating from Purdue Global or all these other online, you know, things that we're helping with, and then you see the homeownership, which Susan has her passion about, it makes a difference, kind of jazzes you up. But you always know you're doing good work, and I think Rich knows this from a foundation raising when you get broad-based support for mm-hmm. your foundation. 71% of our team members, our Trilogy and Synchrony employees, give to this foundation. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's transformational. I've had a chance to see it from, from my perspective at Trilogy, and I've seen some video testimonials, which are super powerful, mm-hmm. of folks that have, have gotten something aspirational in their life mm-hmm. that they really wanted, never thought they'd get. Yep. And you ought to see the power and the energy that creates when they get it. Well, speaking of video testimonial, we have the 33rd annual <laughs> Salute to Catholic School there Alumni Dinner event coming up on March 8th at the Galt House Hotel. Let's talk about this amazing event, Rich, and the impact on, on young Catholic school students and their families. Yeah, thanks. It's, uh, this is our signature fundraising event every year, uh, 33rd year in a row. Listen, the first year we had this thing in 1990, we had about 200 guests. We lost 25000 bucks. 
last year we jammed the ballroom in the Gold House Hotel. Mm-hmm. You couldn't walk in the place. Couldn't walk. That's right. And we netted after we paid our expenses one point four million dollars, a record. So why is that so important? That's the that's really the centerpiece of our funding of our scholarships right. for our kids next fall. Yeah. So money in, money out. Money in, Every money dollar out. Yep. we take in that night goes to some kid in a Catholic school next fall. It's very powerful. And we've got a powerful testimony video we're working on right now that we hope that people feel a little bit when they see. So it's just explaining what we do at the foundation. And, and really everybody that's there understands what, what the impact is. But we really want yeah. to tell the story. Yeah, if you can. And I've had a chance, luckily, to meet more than a handful of families that we've helped over the years and and listened to their story of kind of of need, but also shared in the joy they had when their kid took off from a Catholic grade school to a Catholic high school to a college for the first time mm-hmm. in the family's history. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of that. Yeah. I can see how transformational that really is for them. So we've got a special keynote speaker coming to this year's events, Father Mike Schmitz. How were we able to land him? So, Rich, he's the he's the top guy. He is when it comes to religious podcasts. He's number one. He's number on one. Number all one in the, world. the charts in, in the, the world. world. In the world, twenty million downloads. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, we had a uh, one of our pastors here, Father Shane Duvall at uh, Holy Trinity, uh, was a very good friend of a friend of, okay. of Father Mike. Okay, and. Uh, we asked Father Shane to reach out to him just by chance to see if, if he would do this. It's a long shot. Sure enough, he's glad to do it. Looking forward to coming down. He's going to visit a school while he's down here. Um, he's he's really selling some tables. I got to tell you, we're getting well, the, phone, the phones coming off the hook. I guarantee um, it. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're almost sold out. We're almost sold out, and it's going to be. You know, we're obviously trying to set a fundraising record that night. I uh-huh. think we're going to do it. I really appreciate Randy's leadership of this event. Yep. He's got a lot of things going on, as you can tell, but he he gladly has taken part in this role, and it's it's so much appreciated. Well, let's talk about that, Randy. So you received the Foundation's Community Service Award a couple years ago, and now you are chairing this year's event. Tell me how that came about. Well, it's pretty easy. The answer is yes. <laughs> That's right. Hey, when Rich asks you, you say yes. That's amen. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if you won't want to help out, then you're almost a hypocrite. I mean, I got to tell you, I'm trying not to be harsh on anybody who doesn't support or what have you. But again, it's such a great, great event. I mean, candidly, it's an honor to be asked. It's not an imposition. And staff and the entire team out at CF, they make it easy for you. They make it convenient. They know that the leaders that they want to attract and help are busy, but they want to get them in, so they do a great job. And, you know, certainly over the years, Rich and the team have just, you know, it continues to grow, uh, which further allows us to raise more money. And I think uh, I'd be pretty disappointed, not on my watch. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to be setting that record. So Rich also knows uh, we're pretty competitive. Awesome. We're going to make that happen. Yeah, we are. I love that. So, Rich, we've got a couple days here. How can someone sponsor the event by a table? Yeah, we've got several sponsorship levels uh, starting at $7,500, $10,000, if you're interested in sponsoring the event. And I'll tell you, at the 25000 level right now, we have 37 sponsors at that level. That's enormous. So if you want to be a sponsor, that would be greatly appreciated. 
If you want to buy a table of eight, that's $5,000. You can call our office, 502-585-2747, or you can go online and apply there, uh, cefloo.org. But time's running out. Time is running out. All right, Randy, I'd be a terrible podcast host if I didn't ask you this question, okay? As a, as a Louisville native, as a Louisville basketball fan, are we going in the right direction here? certainly feels like that. I'm, uh, I'm getting a little bit older. Uh, <laughs> I'm one that is all for patience. Okay. Uh, let uh, Coach Payne and, the, and his team pull his people together. And, but I think we're starting to see some signs uh, moving in the right direction. It uh, seems like things are better, playing harder, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly a lot of excitement out there on Saturday, uh, you know, beating Clemson and, you know, being able to raise that uh, That's somewhat, right. somewhat modified That's right. banner. That's right. And, uh, again, so we're excited. We're excited about the new chapters. And, again, you know, sometimes they say it's darkest before the dawn. Amen. Be the case. Let's go. Let's go. Go cards. Go I, cards. Hey, that's right. Randy, on behalf of everyone at the Catholic Education Foundation, thank you and your family for your great works. And so many of the deserving Catholic school students in this community are, are just so thankful for the work you do. Thank you. It's my honor to have been here and to thank Rich for asking me to participate. God bless you, Randy, and thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for podcast number 15. Gosh, it's unbelievable we've done 15 of these, Rich. But, hey, we have our slogan. Randy just said it. At the foundation. The answer is yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back next month.